If you are someone who has a full-time job and a side hustle and a family and a house and all of those things, you might think that it is impossible for you to get any sort of like self-care time in. But that's not quite true. <laughs> so if you are, you know, doing all of those things, then it is extra important that you are also taking care of yourself and taking care of your mind and just all of those things. So in this video, we're going to talk about a couple of different ways that you can prioritize self-care this year in particular. So in this video, we're going to talk about a couple of ways that you can prioritize self-care. These are not going to be like huge, crazy, monumental things. Um, they're very simple and they're all things that I am working on this year and you can start at any time. So that was point number one. Point number two before we get started is that in this video, we are not going to talk about self-care in like the, oh, I don't even know what to call it fluffy way. Let's call it fluffy in the fluffy way. I take a very practical approach to self-care as I do most things in life and I try to be intentional with it, but really working on things that are actually going to help. I cannot stand all the fluffy self-care talk that there is and people are like, oh, you're stressed. You should take care. You know, you should have more self-care and it's like, that's not helpful. So we're going to talk like really practical things that you can do and really focusing on like kind of de-stressing your mind a little bit. I actually wrote a whole book about practical self-care and it is called um, The Happier Teacher Life because it is specifically written for teachers, but it works for anybody. And it goes through really tactical, specific strategies of like how to live kind of your best life with the least amount of stress possible. Um, and it's not fluffy and it's very, you know, here's XYZ, you can get it on Amazon, I'll link it down below. Now, number three, before we get started, is you should know that these are really centered towards what I'm working on on myself. And personally, what I'm working on is my workaholic tendencies because I love working and left to my own devices, I would be on my laptop like morning till night. I would. I love my business. I also love teaching, but I love my business. I love working on it and I would do that happily. But what I found is when I do that, I tend to start feeling really stressed because then I let other things slide and just different things like that. So in these, you'll notice that I'm really trying to like kind of prioritizing myself over the business and trying to kind of get a better sense of balance there. So if you are not someone who is, you know, like wants to work all the time, then you may not relate, but hopefully this will be helpful anyway. Anyway, let's get started. So number one is implementing a quiet time. Now quiet time may make you think of like, you know, pre-K kids and having quiet time, but legit, like, I mean, actual quiet time. And specifically what I mean is that during lunch, I have been taking 15 minutes of my lunch break. So I have like 30 30 minutes of a lunch break. And so I've been taking 15 minutes and literally having quiet time. Like literally it's, it's quiet for 15 minutes. I sit in my room by myself and I eat my food and I don't listen to videos. I don't watch stuff on Instagram. I don't pop up on YouTube. I'm not reading anything. I'm not checking my emails. I'm not working any of those things. I'm sitting in the quiet and just enjoying my lunch. And it's a very simple thing, but it's made a really big difference. Um, just kind of in like giving my mind a break. Cause I tend to be someone who's like, I gotta go, 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 go. Gotta do this and gotta do this and gotta do this and gotta do this. And having that 15 minutes of like, I don't have to do anything 
and I'm not going to do anything is really nice to just like have a little bit of a breather, have a little bit of a stress. I teach elementary music, so like my day is loud. So having the quiet is also really helpful because I, you know, get a little break from the noise and it's really helpful. I chose to do 15 minutes because 30 seems like a lot. Um, I'm not really into like meditation. If you are, you could totally do that, but it's not really my jam. And so I've been, you know, just taking to sitting in the quiet and it's been great. I'm only doing 15 minutes because it feels like a really doable amount that I can stick to and I can enjoy and I can do that every day because some days I do need to spend some of my lunchtime working or other things. I've actually been practicing piano during lunch, which we'll circle back to, but all of that to say, 15 minutes of legit quiet time during lunch has been really helpful. You may not want it during lunch, but any time during your day is going to make a really big difference. It's just like a nice mental and physical break. Um, number two is something that I always do, and that is the weekly reflection. So if you've followed me for a while, you may know that I am obsessed with my full focus planner. And my full focus planner, I will link it down below. It is a planner. I'll grab here. Let's I was not kidding when I said obsessed. Most of my pages are like full. But one thing I love about the Full Focus Planner is that every week they have a weekly preview is what they call it. But basically it is a moment where you sit down and you walk through last week. And so it asks you some questions like, what were your biggest wins? Did you get through all the things you wanted to get through? What worked? What didn't work? What are you going to change next week? It has you go through and figure out, you know, like what's going to coming up this week and then set some goals for next week and like some self-care stuff that seems a little bit fluffy. So I don't usually do it. But having that few minutes every week where I sit down and I think really practically of like what is working and what is not working makes a huge difference because a lot of times our problems are when we start doing something or we stop doing something and we just don't fix it and we let it keep going and we keep going and the longer it goes the worse it gets and the worse it feels and a lot of that can be helped if you just sit down and think I don't want to do this let's find a better solution and then you make it happen and having those weekly check-ins really allow me to have that time typically i'll go through those questions and then i will go through the week and i'll go ahead and write down everything i know i need to do so like i'll write down all the workouts that i know i'm gonna do i'll write down um if i know like my husband's gonna be gone one night for dinner i'll sometimes write down what i'm gonna have for dinner each night i don't always do that um what i'm gonna work on in my business and all of that jazz in my planner and that way i have a good sense of what's coming up and i know what was working wasn't working and how i can adjust going forward and it just gives you a moment to like really check in and make things happen number three is one that is a little bit more something you probably hear around and you may not like it, but that is the morning workout. I have worked out in the morning for years now, pretty much every morning before I go to work. And it's really, really helpful. There's a couple of reasons. Number one, it means I actually have to get out of bed. Number two is that it helps me actually wake up before I get the day rolling. Number three is honestly the real reason I do it is because if I don't do it first thing in the morning, I just won't do it at all. So it's not because I'm a good person. It's actually just because I'm lazy and that's the only time I can convince myself to do it. But what I love about this is having time first thing in the morning where 
I'm not really using my brain so much. I don't know that might sound horrible now that I say it out loud, but you know, you're like working your body and you're not sitting on the computer typing. You're not, you know, trying to figure out, we're trying to plan any of that stuff. Like I don't think about anything specific. I'm not thinking about future things. I'm not thinking, the only thing I'm thinking about is that kettlebell and trying to not drop it because that's happened a few times and it's like really early in the morning and my husband's still asleep and then I feel really bad and my dogs freak out and just whole thing. Anyway, so the only thing I focus on during my workout is the workout and that is a really nice, helpful thing. So again, it's kind of the similar thing to like having that quiet in the morning. Having a workout in the morning not only allows you to work out and get that in, but it also gives you that moment of like quiet and that moment to yourself before the day starts. And it's really powerful to work on yourself before the day starts and everybody else starts needing things from you. So just having a few minutes where you don't have to be, you know, stretched a million different ways, you know this is what you're doing and that's all you're doing and that's it is really helpful. So if you don't wanna do a workout, then maybe you have morning like journal time or morning sit, and drink my coffee in silence time. Like those things are fine, but do something in the morning first thing for you. And if it's something that's movement based, double points because that's gonna make you feel better and all of that stuff, I promise, I promise. Even if you're a teacher. Number four is something really specific but that is cleaning the kitchen before you go to bed. I have been the master of leaving all the dirty dishes in the sink overnight and then you get up and you come downstairs and there's stuff everywhere and there's dirty dishes and food from last night and it's just gross honestly. Um, so one thing this year I was like we are going to clean the kitchen every single night and so sometimes I do it sometimes my husband does it. Either way it gets done and we've been very good I think we've done it every single night since the new year started. Um, so. What are we at? 19 days, that's pretty good, right? Um, and it just gives so much peace of mind going to sleep, knowing that your house is clean and waking up to a clean kitchen where everything is done. And then because we're doing that every night, we are better about like, you know, washing the dishes overnight so then the dishes are ready when we need them. And it's just been really nice. So it's a really simple thing, but it can make a huge difference. So try it out, make it happen. Number five is asking for help. This is something I am horrible at, but I'm trying to get better. And so specifically for me, um, that involves looking at certain things on my plate and seeing how I can distribute them so that I can feel a lot better. So for my side hustle for my business, I looked at that and said like, okay, what's something I can get off my plate this year? And so for me, that I um, would like to actually hire a video editor later on this year. I'm not gonna do it right now because honestly it just seems really stressful. And so I'm like, let's wait until summer and then I can give it a little more time and thought and effort. Um, but having like one thing taken off my plate, I think is gonna make a huge difference. Um, other things have been just like asking my husband for help. Like usually I'm one of those, like, I just have to do everything, but I've been trying to be better about like asking him when I need him to do something or, you know, he's been cleaning the kitchen. Actually, I didn't even tell him that I wanted to clean the kitchen every night, but like he started doing it and it was very helpful. And then I told him, I was like, this is the goal. And he was like, oh, well, we've been on it. And I was like, yes. Um, and so just any little thing you can do, even to the point where my boss sent like a questionnaire about next year and I'm a teacher so we you know think in terms of years really early like it is January I'm like I don't 
there's a, there's a lot that happens between now and May. But she sent a questionnaire and she asked like some things that we could change and I was like, please don't make me team lead next year. <laughs> and like, even to that point, I mean, she might still make me team lead next year, but like if, if she could just take that off my plate, that would be really, really helpful. I've done it for two years. The person before me did it for two years. So I'm like, okay, two years is our term. Mine is up. Someone else go and take it. I don't, I don't know who, I don't care who, but just, yeah. Um, that may not be an option for you, but if it is, see if there's something that you can do like that. Maybe ask your boss if you can, you know, step down from a committee or just don't sign yourself up for committees or, you know, just different things like that where it's like, okay, what is something that would just make my life, even if it's just, you know, incremental because having the increment of like not having to edit videos plus the increment of not being team lead plus the increment of my husband helping me clean the kitchen, like that adds up and ends up being a lot more. So think about those little things. Think about little areas that you can kind of like ask someone to help you with and make it happen because um, number seven is two. Number seven and eight are pretty similar. So number seven is doing things that are fun, but also productive. I definitely over like quarantine 2020, 2021, got in a really bad habit of like just watching TV for a lot of time. And maybe that's not a lot for like nor other people, but for me, it feels like a lot. So typically like on the weeknights, I'll watch TV from like 7.30 or eight until we go to bed at like 10. And so that's what, two, two and a half hours. And then on the weekends we'll watch, you know, maybe some TV as well. And I don't, I just feel like it's been a lot. And maybe it's just in my head, but I feel like it's been a lot. And so one thing I'm looking at is how can I do things that are going to be fun still and relaxing still, but a little more productive than that. And so every time that I have been having free time lately, instead of just, you know, opting towards, you know, going to a YouTube video or pulling up Instagram or whatever, I've been sitting down and being like, okay, what is something I can do right now? That's going to feel fun. That's going to feel productive that's also that's gonna feel fun maybe that feels you know relaxing but it's also gonna be a little more productive and that is just you know a better use of my time because instead of watching tv i've been doing things that engage me and are more fulfilling and more interesting and sometimes you can do them while you watch tv which is also nice so a couple of things that i have been doing um are playing piano so during lunch i already mentioned this a little bit but during lunch i've been playing piano um because i'm an elementary music teacher so i have a piano in my room and i'm not but I would like to be better. And so I have been practicing piano for, you know, I don't know, 15, 30 minutes a day. And it's just been one of those things where it's like, again, it focuses my brain on what I'm doing. So I'm not worried about all the other things happening. It also gives me something productive to do versus like sitting and scrolling on Instagram or working and so it's it keeps me from working it keeps me from you know wasting a bunch of time but it like gives me something to do that is productive but it's also fun and i enjoy it and i think it's you know interesting um other options are um playing i also play the cello also very poorly also working on it um painting is something i love you may not be into painting but i love like anything artistic is great especially because you can you know paint while you watch tv or you know so if you still want to watch tv you can still watch tv you just you know you can those are good multitasking things um 
anything artistic is gonna be fun because you're like creating something and so it's gonna feel a lot more fulfilling and then um the last one is i've gotten back into sudoku um my family used to be like obsessed with sudoku and i haven't done it in forever if you are not familiar it's like a japanese number puzzle game um it's so much fun check it out there's like a bajillion free apps with it but i got a wooden sudoku board and it just makes it so much more fun and so i've been doing that you know sometimes while i watch tv sometimes while i just sit in the quiet and just like really you know it's it's not it's just a way to engage my brain a little bit more than just watching tv um i also bought one for my mom for christmas because i sent her a picture of mine and she was like that's amazing so I went back and bought another one for her. Um, now, that's not to say that like I'm anti-TV or you shouldn't watch TV or you shouldn't watch YouTube because clearly I would like you to watch YouTube because your girl has more than one YouTube channel. But it's still, you know, think through, is this good? And sometimes I stop and I think and I'm like, okay, what do I want to do? Do I want to, you know, do something productive? And sometimes it is helpful to just zone out and watch a YouTube video or watch a show or something like that. But being more intentional about it, at least thinking like, do I want to do this? Yes. Okay. That's fine. Or no, let me find something more productive to do is going to help just be more intentional and feel like you're not wasting time. So try it. Number seven. I think I said seven last time. This is number seven. Number seven. And the last one is very much a mental thing, but this is deciding what is worth stressing over. So I really picked this because most of you that are watching this video have a full-time job and a side hustle and all of the things. And when you have all the things, sometimes you feel like they're all at the same priority level, but they're really not. Some things are more important than other things. And so deciding what is worth stressing about and what is not worth stressing about ahead of time will help you to kind of regulate your mind and figure out, you know, what you should do. So for me, I was doing this actually in my business because I have multiple portions of my business. And so I looked through and I was like, okay, what am I considering like a business? And what am I considering more of like a hobby so like for example this youtube channel i love you thank you for being here i appreciate you hit the subscribe button because I, I love you but this youtube channel is something that i started strictly as a hobby just for fun just because i wanted to have it out honestly because i wanted to do vlogmas that's why i did this because i wanted to do vlogmas but i wanted to do you know vlogs and i wanted to talk to you about things that maybe were as related to selling on teachers pay teachers which is what i talk about on my main channel and so i did did start this and it's much more for fun for me and because of that it goes in my category of it doesn't get my stress so if I don't have a video ready it's okay now have I missed a video yet no but I'm not going to stress about it because it's not as important to me as like my back is music room business because that is a straight up business and I work on it day in day out creating resources for elementary music teachers creating lesson plans for them sending emails making videos writing blog posts like the whole nine yards I work on it every day and it is something that I care about and if that blog post does not go out on Thursday it is a big deal to me 
First is, if I miss a video on here, it's not the end of the world. I have intentionally been posting on different days so that I don't get in the habit of like, I must post every single week at this day. Like I'm doing that on purpose because I want it to be more of a hobby. I want it to be a little more chill. I want it to be a little bit more fun. Um, that could also be, you know, thinking about your side hustle versus your job. Like which one of those is more important to you? And if it's the side hustle and that's what you want to continue, that's fine. That is fine. You just need to decide that, you know, is the side hustle more important to you than your full-time job or is the full-time job more important? Whichever way you come down does not matter. What matters is that you know what's important to you. What are other things that are important to you and what are things that are not? And kind of even, I literally made a list of like, this is worth stressing about and this is not. And when something comes up that's on the not list, I don't worry about it. I had some products for a like side hustle business that I wanted to do and I needed to do product photography so I could send them out. And I also had some for my Becca's music room. So I did my Becca's music room stuff first and then I did the other things and I did not finish and I didn't get through half of them. And so I didn't get to post them and that would normally stress me out. But because I know that it's strictly a side hustle it's just for fun it's okay if i pick it up and put it down it doesn't stress me out as much so just having your priorities straight and knowing where you stand with everything is going to mentally help you to stress less and have better like literal self-care actual self-care practical self-care so so i would love to know how you're incorporating more self-care this year like actual actual tactical practical ways that you are doing that let me know those things down in the comments because i might need to steal some because you know i told you you your girl's a workaholic i know that about myself and i'm working on it and we're taking baby steps one last thing i wanted to tell you is that i have been reading this book it's called think like a monk and it's by Jay Shetty. And this has been really influential in a lot of these decisions actually, because it's all about, well, it's about thinking like a monk. So it's very much about like mindset and thinking through things. And he talks a lot about meditation and he talks a lot about like quiet and just like really getting deep with yourself. And it is so good. I'm not quite, that was not a word. It was, it's so good. I'm not quite finished with it yet, but it so far it has been really helpful in just like kind of reframing things and thinking through how I want to incorporate more quiet and more of those kind of things in my life because I know that I feel the best when my brain is not pulled in a bajillion different directions and instead I feel like my brain has some quiet, it has some space to breathe. And this book has been helping a lot with that. So I will link it down below and let me know your, in the comments, what your suggestions are. And with that, I'm going to go. Thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and I'll see you next time. Bye.